What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Chantal Anderson, who's the founder of Real Mood. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thanks for having me, Matt. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Real Mood, what is that? What are you working on? Yeah, so Real Mood is a decentralized live streaming music network that lives off the Ethereum blockchain. So think of it like this. If you combine the features of Twitch where everyone goes on and they're live streaming and chatting about whatever they are doing. And then you think of MTV from the 90s and VH1 from the 90s. We're basically merging the two. So we want to create a hub for musicians and artists and content creators in the entertainment space to start monetizing their, their content be able to like feature NFTs and then just be able to tap into their fan base even more into a curated environment. Walk me through what the user experience of this would be. So let's say I use it myself or like a bigger, a bigger creator. Can you kind of walk through how someone would engage with real mood and just like, you know, what they could experience if they tried it out? Absolutely. So if you're a content creator and say, for instance, I'm an artist, an up and coming artist, my my songs are all over Spotify and YouTube and SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever their preferred method is. And I want to start streaming straight to my audience. But I feel like on YouTube, I kind of have to work a little bit harder because I have to find the music audience and I have to find that genre. When you come to Real Mood, we're specifically just focusing on the artists, musicians, content creators sphere. So you come onto Real Mood and you create an account <clears throat> and you start to live stream and you can bring your fans over from the Spotify's of the world, from the YouTube's of the world, and you can still link your link your work and link your profiles to the platform. Except the really cool part is that you don't have to have a thousand followers to start monetizing or a hundred followers. Like you can monetize starting day one. And the reason why we're able to do that is because we've created our own crypto token called the real mood token which just went live a few days ago um and so we're basically creating like an ecosystem and if you're familiar with theta tv it's very similar to the ecosystem of theta tv except the difference with us is that we're really curating just artists and musicians and entertainers in the content creator space so walk me through a little bit about the origin of story here why did you decide to get started with uh, real mood and get this company started 
Absolutely. So I've been working in the entertainment industry for 10 years now. I've worked on some of the biggest shows you've seen, like Oscars, Grammys, Super Bowl. I flew myself to Olympics to work like opening ceremonies and different sports events. So I've always been around live events and music and just live streaming. Um, I've worked with a lot of YouTube live type content. And I actually came from a music background as a kid. And the most one thing that I miss even as a millennial now who's not Gen Z, it, one thing I do miss is being able to find that one source for like all things music. And YouTube is great. I've been, I've been a huge fan of YouTube and I think I'll still continue to use YouTube, except I feel like there's a big need and a sudden urge for um, musicians to just tap into more of their fan base without the extra bells and whistles. And so the reason why I created Real Mood is because I wanted to give content creators and musicians a space where they can just directly connect with their fans and not have to worry about competing with the lifestyle creators or the tech creators or etc and there isn't anything like that right now um there's the live music i mean there's the music streaming streamers of the world which is the spotify's um but that's all like music streaming and listening and and all that, but there isn't anything that connects live streaming and video. And so I really wanted to just merge the two. And I, I consider myself a creative technologist. I've always been involved in technology. I used to work for Apple in 2008 during the Steve Jobs era. And I was actually a product advisor and an event specialist. So I, my main job was to go around Southern California campuses and advise students about Apple products, as well as talk about, you know, how Apple can be sustainable to your, to your lifestyle as a student and as well as for, for teachers. So I've always really been involved in technology in some way. And I've just merged that with my passion for like the arts and entertainment and music. That's incredible. I love the, you know, one of my favorite things about learning about the founders origin stories is the blend of multiple disciplines and the blend of different experiences kind of lead to the founding of a company, which I think is, which I think is incredible. I'm curious for you, what is the, the day-to-day -day look like for you, you know, other than the launching tokens, you know, which is awesome. Congratulations on the launch of your, of your token. What are you spending your time on? What, what's a day to look like for you if you had to kind of outline it? Oh my gosh, goodness. Okay, so we're still in the early stages of our startup, um, which I'm sure you're, you've probably heard before from many other founders. So I mean, I'm wearing multiple hats and thank God our token came out and we were able to get some donations because I've finally been able to have some capital so I can start um, delegating those tasks. But I mean, I've been doing everything from, you know, doing PR, doing media outreach to, you know, coding, our, our beta website, um, recruiting music influencers, collaborating with music NFT creators. So, I mean, there's times where I'm completely tech and then there's also times where I'm completely like audience engagement. And as we starting to get more funding, I'm starting to finally being, be able to like delegate those tasks out a little bit more. But I mean, just this morning I was talking to somebody about PR and then also talking to a CEO that creates music NFTs. So <laughs> it's not even really like cohesive. It's kind of just everywhere right now, but multiple hats is pretty much what I'm doing right now, day to day. And I guess one more question on that front, on the NFT side, if someone, you know, has heard about NFTs, they might be lightly familiar, or maybe they're not. Can you kind of give us an idea of like, what, what is NFTs? Are, are they, is it a fad? Is it a thing? Is it a huge technological shift? What's your kind of take and, and um, way to explain NFTs to someone that may, uh, may, may be newer to the concept? 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's something that major record labels should definitely pay attention to. And I'm sure they already are because it's challenging the whole copyright uh, royalties publishers issue, right? So you're now putting the control back into the musician's hands. So for instance, and I like to say it like this, very layman's terms, but think of having your song encrypted and highly secured where you create these smart contracts and the smart contracts is basically what it sounds like you're creating this code that says hey I am the owner of my NFT and I'm only allowing five people to listen to it or five people to trade it and then anytime they trade it or anytime they make royalties off of it I'm also getting a royalty I mean it's so thoughtfully planned out and I think it's something that you know, record labels shouldn't buy. I think it's a technology that they should definitely adapt to because look, the independent music um, artists are making more money than your favorite pop culture artists right now. <laughs> so, you know, when you put that technology in the hands of independent music creators and creators that are really navigating this whole blockchain, social media, social media uh, environment, you're really kind of, getting more opportunity to put more money back into the creator and the labels really need to start listening to that and really hone into the fact of like don't fight it just you know figure out a way that you can be part of this ecosystem because I definitely think it's the future it's the future now and people are hungry for monetization no matter where you go <laughs> I'm with you. I'm totally with you. And I, uh, I think the NFTs are, are very powerful um, in, in that way. And it kind of leads me to wonder, let's take NFTs and everything that you're doing and zoom out into the future, 5, 10, 15 years. What would you see is the big vision for Real Mood? Um, or I guess, in other words, what direction are you rowing in every day? And what's this going to look like in a decade or two? I, you know, that's actually the most exciting part that I look forward to because I'm, I'm such a long-term thinker. I definitely see Real Mood being your one source for all things music, artists, outreach, looking to see who's the uptrending artist, looking to see what the new fads are in pop culture, um, and just being kind of like a, a legitimate, verifiable source for all things entertainment and music. And, you know, the whole entire team is is young, they're 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 hungry, they're passionate. We all come from different sides of the entertainment industry or finance industry, fintech or tech industry. <clears throat> so we're kind of just really putting all of our brains together and putting our life experiences as consumers and making that work for a business. And I think the one thing that makes us competitive against a lot of other companies that are already out there is that we're young and hungry and we're not afraid to make mistakes. Um, I think you couldn't, I think if YouTube wanted to hop onto the blockchain world right now, they would have a really hard time doing that because you're, you're basically trying to convince a whole entire audience that's been with you for almost 10 years to just stop what they're doing and start <laughs> switching their way into another type of uh, technology. So I think definitely in 10 years, we're going to be the one resource where people will literally look at us as a verifiable source for finding artists, finding content creators and entertainment entertainers in that space. And in order to make that happen, um, you need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital? Are you looking for customers, creators? You know, how can we assist? 
Yeah, 1,000%. Well, the first thing everyone can do is subscribe to our website, www.realmood.com. Um, and then also take a look at our pre-ICO sale that's going on right now. Our token is literally, you can get up to 50% bonus coins just for participating um, before we publicly trade it on Uniswap. Um, and then also we just released um, an announcement this morning that we are officially looking for team members um, in social media, in crypto, and then also in artist management. So follow us on Instagram. All the details are on our page. Um, and yeah, that's the best way we could definitely use the support right now. And then for my last question, and if someone wanted to find you online, um, you know, where could they find you again? You, you have a website, social media. I know you just said Instagram. Do you have an email? You know, how, what are different ways people can find you on the internet? Absolutely. So my email is info at realmood.com. And then also on Instagram, we are Real Mood Streaming. On TikTok, we are Real Mood Streaming. And then on Twitter, we're just Real Mood. So you can reach out to us on any of those platforms. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. This was great.